black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Welcome back, y'all. This is Megan Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And this is Greg. What's happening with everybody today? And welcome to another episode of Get It Together. If this is your first time joining us, then you can just know we are two, I mean, I guess normal people. Two what? <laughs> two normal people. No, we ain't normal. <laughs> it's, it's shit. This shit ain't normal. <laughs> Who just like to share and tell it all to our fans. Share and, I like that share and tell. <laughs> share and tell. Yeah. Man, look yes. at you bringing up new uh, topics and stuff. Yes. So <laughs> Greg is my fiance. I'm his fiance. And we're just, you know. You must, got, you must have looked at the, the analytics or their stats. We must have some new listeners. Yeah, we have new friends. Hey. So we like new friends. Yes, new friends. I like new friends. Not the no new friends, as Drake said it. I stayed down one day once and I gave the club saying no new friends. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about for the day. Yeah. So you love the old space jam, right? The yes, one with Michael I B. Do. Jordan. Air Jordan, his his airness, as they would you say, say. Michael B. Jordan? No, Michael Jordan, his oh. airness. <laughs> no, I said Michael Air Jordan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael Air Jordan, his airness. So as y'all know, the old um one came out what 1990 yeah 96 and lebron james you know he decided he wanted to kind of recreate it so he jumped in and he made the brand new you know version the space jam it's it's called a new legacy it came out last week before i get into what i think about the movie i'm gonna say this it's a children's movie guys <laughs> Let's. I understand that we love our Space Jam. Oh God, I understand. I understand that we love the old movies that that hit different when we were kids. But when they're recreated, they're not recreated for us. I think there was one movie that we all waited to come out, and we said, "No, you know, f that. It's not for children. It's for us." I forgot what movie it is. I know it just came out like a couple, like a year or so ago, but. That movie is not for us. The, the animations were not for us. It's for kids. I understand a lot of kids don't really know too much who Looney Tunes are, but kids know what cartoons are, guys. So I heard that critic-wise for kids, it was the best thing in the world. <laughs> but I hear from these grown-ass 30, 40-year-old adults, oh, it's not the same. You shouldn't have did it. Michael Jordan did it better. Oh, LeBron's not a good actor. Oh, this and that. Oh, this and that. This and that. He shouldn't have did it. Take the movie off. So now I'm going to give my take. It actually wasn't bad to me. Mm -hmm. I actually ca caught myself chuckling a couple times. And I'm a kid at heart. So I actually was like, you know, if I was 11 years old and, and never watched this before, I would actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like low key. Like, it was actually really good to me. That wasn't the greatest. I mean, of course, the, the original is better, but the original is better because I was a child at the time. <laughs> so what yeah. did you think about the movie? Because we watched it together. Well, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, you know I fell asleep, so I was in and out. You did, yeah. So that, that tells you something the, already. The part that you fell asleep, the part before you fell asleep. <laughs> God damn, she has bad, but, man. But what I'm saying is, but I mean, I fell asleep because 
obviously I know this is for children and yeah. it does not, it did not hold my attention like that. Like I was just sitting there once I saw, you know, the acting was interesting. I'm not going to say it was bad. It was just interesting. And I was just like, okay, okay, cool. But my sleep won compared to me trying to stay up and watch this movie. So I did get to a few parts of it. And I think that, you know, like it was like fine. The storyline I thought was like an interesting take on kind of how they're kind of talking about like men or dads being present with their child, like paying attention to what their child wants to do. And I was like, okay, I like that message that they have behind it. Um, And then also I feel like, I liked that first I was not going to like it because I saw whenever he went, okay, spoiler alert, whenever he went to space or what, or Looney Tunes land Looney that Tunes. they were cartoon Looney Tunes and he was a cartoon. So I sat there, I said, oh no, they're not about to make them cartoons. Yeah, she, don't, she doesn't watch trailers. I knew that wasn't going to stay long. Okay, she, she doesn't well, like I didn't trailers. know. So that's, then I got real sleepy. I said, I can't do this. Then I woke back up and I said, oh, okay, great. They turned they're, back into people. They're all 3D and shit. Yes, yeah. So I said, okay, this is way better. But so, I mean, that was like my only thing. But yeah, I have seen that, you know, Sorry, grown fix, people fix have mic. been yeah, go ahead. just pretty much just Essing all over the movie and saying bad things about it. And like Greg already said, I, people need to understand that there's something as far as nostalgia or just with an experience that whenever you, whenever you first see something and depending on what age you are, you end up romanticizing it. You end up remembering it that way and you have right. an emotional connection to it. And I get that. Part. So that's why people who are my age or an older who have like grown up with the first space jam. We're just, we're saying like this one is not as great because we, you're not going to experience that same nostalgia again. Like, Cause relax. like how you said, like you're not that age, like you're not experienced it in that mindset and form where it's amazing. But as a child of today, this is their space jam and it's okay for them to have their own space jam. Yeah. It's fine because they grew up. We grew up looking at Michael Jordan as the, the greatest amazing greatest goat basketball, basketball player. player. Yeah. They grew up looking at LeBron as the goat in grades, but they don't know who Michael Jordan is. They see Michael Jordan like, who's this old, tall dude? They don't know who he is. So yeah, that's like, what, you got to separate the two. Like, I heard one guy on the radio, I was listening to the radio, uh, God, because I haven't had my car all week. <laughs> so I listened to the radio, and one guy got on there, and his kid was watching it, and he said, his kid was like, when uh, I, it was, one small spoiler alert. It's not a big one. This is like real small. So in the locker room, I guess the Looney Tunes are losing at the at, at halftime. And they say, hey, guys, my, I found Michael Jordan in the in the crowd. He's coming. He's going to help us. And all Looney Tunes got excited. LeBron was like, really? This Michael Jordan? Funny. And then Michael B. Michael B. Jordan showed up. And he said his son was like, I, I, didn't, I don't get that. <laughs> He's like, I know who Michael B. Jordan is. Why do they get excited and get sad when he actually showed up? His dad was like, Oh yeah, you gotta watch the old one, buddy. I, he was, and then he, his dad talked about Michael Jordan. He's like, "Oh, that ball guy that wore number 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So like in Let that part, obviously, I found really funny. I, that, was like, that was my favorite. That shit was like, funny. That was yeah. hilarious. So so yeah, I mean, it's all good. I mean, I, LeBron, great job on Space Jam. You did good, and you know, and we're right. saluting you. Keep making money. And I don't want to stay on it long, but the deal is, 
the people saying that he's a bad actor. Michael Jordan was a bad actor back yeah, then. Yeah, they're not actors. They're um, basketball players. Beyonce guys. is damn near a bad actor oh, in horrible. every movie she's in. But Even guess what we do? We still go watch the movie <laughs> for some reason. The only movie I give her grace in is maybe Cadillac Records. Oh, yeah, may, she did. May, maybe that one. But she did pretty good. She's horrible in every movie. But guess what? We still go see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like her persona takes over every single thing she yeah, tries to play. Yeah, exactly. She's so, just too... She's just they're Beyonce, bad actors. No matter what. Relax. Even... even Sorry. Even when it was a 3D for The Lion King, oh, she was she still was, Beyonce. That was, she was, she was so trash. that's why I said no. She just takes that was over trash. for no matter what it is. The movie but, was okay. That was... The- yeah, but we digress. So anyway, um, so anyway, <laughs> Jeff Bezos went to space, so he's a pretty lucky guy. And that the dude that owns Amazon, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so so in order for him to have gone to space, he like stepped down as I think the chief, whatever of Amazon. Somebody else went on, but I mean, obviously, he's still he's still a billionaire big or whatever. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs there, but I know he had done some like he like walked away. He rich. But yes, and so this has been like the big story that now they're having pretty much billionaires go into space, people that can afford it and like buying tickets to space. And he, the whole time they were there for a total, I think it was 11, 11 or minutes is what he Yeah, they were only they were there, there for like a few minutes. I yeah. Heard. And so the cost of it was like $2.5 billion I'm good for this it. trip to space. And I'm just like, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about, first of all, how do you feel? How do you feel about billionaires going to space, and how much do we actually care about that? And then, second of all, if the first aircraft—not aircraft, but whatever they're called—the spacecraft, spaceship, spacecraft, yeah, yeah, spacecraft—that's for regular people. Yes. Are you gonna get on it? Or are you not gonna get? I'll on it? I'll take one. I'll take <laughs> one. I just want one. And oh, I, you're gonna go. I'll take one. No, 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 no. That's the thing. I can't say I'm good on it and not at least try it. Like. I want to like, try. Yeah, like I want to do skydiving, but I want to just do it one time. That's it. Okay, skydiving's fine. No, no, but you know space, I'm afraid of heights. Literally going through an atmosphere. But I'm afraid of heights. That's mm-hmm. why I say that. So I say with the whole space thing, that's a different spectrum because I don't know what the hell could happen. So if that opens up and they put a flight, because you know them flights ain't gonna be cheap for a while, even if they do open up for the public. I mean, public. it's two point five billion. No, right no, now. I'm, no, I'm saying. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure the first aircrafts that were for private jets were a shitload of money back in the day. Mm-hmm. Until they start saying, all right, let's just start making private jets a little more affordable for, like, some people. Like, not regular people, but some people that actually have, you know, good money. So, I'm saying, if they start making, like, spacecrafts available for people, normal people just to go up, sit up there for, like, a, a couple minutes or hours or a couple, like, a day or so. I'll take the one for a couple hours. Bring me back down. I'm done. I don't want no more. I I'm I'm fine. I just want to try it. I don't want to indulge in it because there are going to be some people that are going to keep doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know he's going to do it again. I, I I know he is. There's no well, of course. <clears throat> especially I mean, if he's only up there for a couple minutes, he's going to do it again. Yeah, but I think there's something to that. Like I don't think that you can stay up there that long right now. Like I don't like I don't know what it is, but I mean, because I would think that they I didn't when I found out they went. The whole trip in total time was like 11, I don't know if it was 11 or 13 minutes, but some sort of time frame. The whole trip. So that's from when they left here, they got up there, it's probably up there for about four, five minutes, and it came back down. So that's like a total 11 to, minutes. To be honest, I'd, I'd do that. I'd take that. I mean, I think I'd do that more than like trying to be up there for a long time. But They're going to find, I mean, we are, we are a growing world. It, the future is happening as we speak. 
Mm-hmm. You've seen the movies. You've seen the little cartoons. No matter how much we make fun of it, this stuff is gonna start changing. I can see when we're about fifty, we're gonna have like like you know how we have metro rails and stuff. We're definitely gonna have those going from one state to another. Like oh, yeah, within, well, they're like, already building that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyways, it's, they already had those in Japan, so we're behind on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We it's, should be able to get sorry, but we should be able to get from DFW to Atlanta in thirty minutes. That's literally what kind of tra- like train tracks we have right now. But unfortunately, America's we're America spending money for we're billionaires asleep. to go to space right now, so we're, we're not doing that. We're asleep. But um, <laughs> but I mean, so I don't know. Just with this, I kind of like just don't care about billionaires or people and kids and stuff going to space right now. For me, I I just think about everything else that's going on in the world yeah, and how there's on. all this we're talking about. We don't we don't tax the rich, um, and the rich have all this money, and they truly don't really do much with it. So now now we're entertaining them going to space, and there's people that are suffering out here, living below the poverty line, don't have food dark. to eat. So do you realize that if it. you just went to because I think it's just like yeah, we it makes, just, I know it makes we sense. We're so excited about this like nonsense. Like I don't this does nothing to be for real, nobody. You're like the second person I've actually listened to that's talked about it. I don't really even really know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like it. I'm just I'm just annoyed. Like I I'm I'm over it. So they have fun, they go spend money on things like that. That's what doing their life and it's it's whatever. I'm done with it. Um to continue the the rant, um, <laughs> <laughs> the the, so, the piss offery. Pretty much, Texas sucks, as we all know. Uh, yeah, and trying to leave. <laughs> so, on the Breakfast Club last week, and then I started seeing on social media as well. Oh yeah, it's they started happening. talking about how Texas, the Texas Senate, had passed the bill that pretty much was stating that teachers in the Texas state, in the state of Texas, aren't required to teach about the KKK being morally wrong. Um, they're not required to teach about Martin Luther King Jr. and that I have a dream speech or the women's suffrage movement and taking out things, pretty much trying to like rewrite history or take remove things from history. And that, so just about that, whenever I first heard that, mm-hmm. I didn't have an emotion about it because at this point in time, I'm not surprised by anything that Texas does or says. It's Texas. I mean, it's not pass all the way yet because it has to go through the house there's multiple processes so it's not like something that's set in stone that's going to happen but just the fact that we're talking about this is what the senate is discussing it's just again i'm just in here like there are so many much bigger problems than you guys trying to rewrite history granted they've been trying to do this for a very long time it's a front. so obviously for them and you guys know when i say when i say them we know who them are we know who them are that's that's more important of trying to make the American white culture history seem, that, seem like it's just roses and all this other stuff and land full of gold when it was not that. So you're going to try to take away things that truly did happen so that the people beneath, um, beneath us or who's coming after us aren't learning that stuff. And it's just it's honestly just an attack on my history and our history and stuff and it's attack on the world and we just like it's really shouldn't it's really just ridiculous at this point in time I, and it's just a direct response from the 1619 project which i mean both of us need to like read and stuff because that's kind of what has like set all this stuff off where they're just so mad about yeah, the truths that were told throughout that and if you haven't read it go and look up the 1619 because project. the thing the thing is the real the the issues that i have with this world is 
they try to take out these things that, you know, are morally important to a certain culture, but they also fail to realize that this culture is also fighting for other things to surface. Do you know we're still trying to get the Tulsa massacre put up in big, bold letters for the whole world to know this is what happened? We're still trying to get the... Uh, I got to read more about this. I don't know if it was the, the, the 16 boys in Alabama or 16 boys that got killed in a prison. Mm-hmm. There was like a like supposed to be like a... Uh, what is it called for kids that go to prison or jail? I don't know. Um, I forgot. It's it's for like teenagers that go like um whatever. So th- these things they were trying to get fought, they were trying to fight for, to get taught and to get seen and to get heard. We're still trying to fight that while they're trying to take other stuff away. So it's like you're you're building a double entendre that's gonna come back and crumble under you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter to be real how old and how white you are or how much power you may feel, it's like no matter what you do, what you pass, you're going to see this crumble. This is going to fall no matter what. You're going against your moral codes because you literally have the Dr. Martin Luther King statue in Washington. If that makes kind of if that kind of makes sense, which it I know that doesn't add up with Texas, but if that makes sense, you still got to get the bill passed and the fact that uh the US and Washington and Washington DC and whatever other capital buildings and all that that go with the United States of America are already established that Martin Luther King is a treasure to the nation. Texas, you're bullshitting. Just separate from the U.S. Let us move, and then you separate from the U.S. <laughs> I was saying that, too. I was just like, people were just saying, why doesn't Texas just, just, um, just move, make its own it's, country? <laughs> and I just can't wait for fucking Rick Perry. Wait, I don't even want to talk about it. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be here I mean, for moral of the story ooh, is, I'd be here for a while. Texas sucks. You're and trash. We'll leave it at that. So, anyways, <laughs> some more disrespect that I that I actually watched, uh, like not live, but I watched before it like became famous and became like big over the internet. So everybody know who Deion Sanders is, of course. He's mm-hmm. a big NFL Hall of Famer, and also he's the head coach of Jackson State University. Well, you know that uh, schools. School, college, high schools, all that is getting ready to, to start gearing back up in August. So with that being said, football camps are starting to gear. I know, right? This, <laughs> this hey, I'm cool that the summer went by fast. You after everything I've been going through. <laughs> um, Same. With, exactly. With that being said, football camps are starting to come back. So, you know, in college, they always have media days mm-hmm. where, you know, like your school has like the media come to the come to the school and they just ask like talk to the coaches and some of the main players about how the program is going to be how camp is going blah 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 so i don't know the gentleman's name it didn't i read the article but it didn't have his name there was a a white reporter it's always so disrespectful is a he's like a young white reporter he got on there was talking to coach uh coach dion you can call him dion but you got to add respect to that Mm -hmm. coach dion coach Coach Prime, Coach Sanders, whichever one you want to pick. He was talking to Coach Sanders, and Coach Sanders was answering a lot of questions. And, of course, it's over Zoom. So this one white reporter got on there and said, hey, so Dion, he was like, whoa, 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 buddy. You don't talk to Nick Saban and say, hey, Nick. Uh-huh. You say Coach Nick or Coach Saban. He said, no, I always call uh, Nick Nick. He's like, no, you don't, because that's also disrespectful. That man has a title. So if you're going to address me, Call me either Coach Dion, Coach Sanders, or Coach Prime. That white man chuckled and said, okay, so Dion, when I tell you that man literally 
Coach Coach Sanders took off his headset, laughed, yes. and said, I guess you're going to be doing this damn interview by yourself, and walked off. Yeah. Went on, oh, like, not a rant, but he went on social media, got pissed, and said, so you see the reason why we're set back, our black colleges and black coaches being set back so far because we don't have respect. He said, I'd have been okay that young man would have apologized and would have corrected himself. But the fact is, he thought the shit, he thought it was funny. Yeah, so disrespectful. That was disrespectful. Like, I earned this spot. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I will not be answering any questions until that man comes out and apologizes. And so, like, everybody was thinking, like, you know, oh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's not, some people were thinking, like, oh, it's not a big deal. But actually, uh, SWAC. And uh, what's, it's like a lot of major networks said, no, we don't want him to take any interviews until y'all ass- assess this problem. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, Swack knows Deion Sanders been bringing his money. Mm-hmm. So uh, if he ain't doing no interviews, <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. So oh, I, yeah, no, that's, I saw a big problem. So that's blatantly disrespectful. That's just like in your workplace. Mm-hmm. I can understand like your, your coworkers. That's how y'all talk. You may say, hey, Meg, or hey, you know, whatever, however you talk. But that's just like, a random person, because I remember this doctor said it. His, his doctor's name was uh, Jacob. And he always told people, you can call me Dr. Jacob because that's my first name. This random tech would say Jacob, and he was like, no, don't call me Jacob. Call me Dr. Jacob. And he was like, but you always joke around. He said, yeah, I joke around, but I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Why are you calling me Jacob? It's Dr. Jacob until I know you and get comfortable with you. So that's like saying somebody coming to you saying, hey, Megan, and you're like, no, I don't know you. In this professional workplace, it's uh, Dr. Megan or Dr. Francisco. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about people calling you by your first name. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for us, I think it depends on, like, what clinic you're at. Cause, I mean, like, at our clinic, we go by first names and stuff. So yeah, it's, like, fine and stuff. I know, like, at other clinics and stuff, like, they go by their professional titles. So, I mean, honestly, it's just, like, a person-by-person basis and stuff. Like, I just, yeah, I just feel like in the situation, he definitely was being disrespected. So, um, I'm I'm with them. Like, don't don't do any interviews until you get the apology that you deserve. Because right. yeah, you've worked for that, you've earned that, and uh, it's your title. So address the person as such. Yeah, that's just like you know, in the fire department, it's different as well. It's like mm-hmm. you don't say, "Hey, uh, Williams." It's no, especially if you me in my position, I'm a cadet. I don't say, "Hey, Williams." I say, "Excuse me, uh, firefighter Williams or EO Williams or Captain Williams." Mm-hmm. It's always they you earned that spot. Yeah. So I found that very interesting. Mm-hmm. So another piece of disrespect. This, oh, this podcast is full of disrespect. I don't know if you know this sound has been going on TikTok, right? No. <laughs> so I don't know if our people if our people can hear that from the mic. It's fine if you if you don't. I just wanted Megan to hear it live. The bros are getting pissed. They are mad, <laughs> yeah, because that's really their thing. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm not a bro. I, I I'm not an Omega. I'm not a Q. Well, I'm a Delta, so I can she's a Delta. She can speak. That's why I brought it because I'm like definitely. It's been going on for a couple. It's been coming up for a couple weeks, <laughs> and I'm like, why haven't I talked? I talked about Megan. I talked to Megan about this yet. She's a Delta. There, that's their whole thing. So I'm like, what do you think about that? 
Like, be honest. Wait, but like, where did that come from? Who it's just, made that? So it's just been going around for like almost two months. Did a bro not make that? I don't know what. See, the thing is, I don't know what like happened to it, but different TikTok uh, users are using that sound for different <laughs> well, of videos. Of course, so I'm just like, I just need to see who. I need to find out who the source. Yeah, is I mean, from. of course, I want to find out the, who the source if is. If the bro, if the bro made that sound, that's his fault. Then I mean, okay, then I, all right. No, I'm saying that I get it because maybe he made that sound. He didn't expect to go viral, hope, hopefully. But, of course, being this days, nothing's protected and lots of songs. Nah, and nah. then people on TikTok, TikTok's mostly just like the white culture ruled anyway. So oh, that, they, they don't know what they just said. Oh, this sounds cool. Oh, I oh, man, I can't believe I never saved or showed you the videos. It's bad. When I tell you though the the young white people, oh God. the ones that are in They're middle like, school oh my and high gosh, school, this sounds this is, so cool. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I can't say it. I, I was about to say, well, I can say meat to meat. Can I say what meat to meat? Because that's what he's saying. Oh, can I say that? Man. I don't know. I'm you already me. said it. Oh, okay, I already said it. Like, oh my gosh, I can say meat to meat. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's Stop. so funny. Oh yeah, no, nah, that's definitely they. Yeah, I I get the bros being mad about that. <laughs> that's definitely their. That's definitely their trademark. And no, that's funny. people are probably on there getting paid and stuff to make exactly. videos famous, off of it. And so people. that man, this that's social media for you, man. Nothing's protected anymore. I'm telling you, if I if I'm the Q's or in Vegas, I hey 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 hey. You getting paid for that? <laughs> How much money you got off that? Go ahead, cut off. Go ahead, cut off. Uh, fifty. And they're probably over here reporting to TikTok, and TikTok's just like, "Wait, who are you? Like, <laughs> what are you?" Because TikTok is 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 run by. Mm-mm, I don't. Know. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. So they're probably just sitting there. They're like, I don't Speaking know. Speaking of shit TikTok, is. yeah. So we just found out. So Greg and I obviously have a TikTok, and I mean, our name is Get It Together Now. TikTok we as well. We haven't been on it. In a while. And uh, we realized we've been silently getting paid. <laughs> Off our TikTok videos from a while back because of, because of me and I didn't know. Yeah, like I guess Greg like went and did something where you could get monetized things. So what happens is what I found. I researched it. Once a video goes viral and has over one million views, they send you something saying a TikTok creator fund, and then it just shows like if you're if some if more of your videos start getting famous, if you sign up for this fund, you can start actually getting paid mm-hmm. for people using that sound. Mm-hmm. So the thing is. Another one of our videos actually got kind of fan. I forgot which one it was. It was the the first one was the one we uh did the do 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 and then the second one was uh different. You like to be slapped on the butt, and then yeah. men don't like to be slapped on the, the butt. The other one that has the million is the one that you did for the black women, like black. Oh, women. black women. That one. Oh yeah, the one that's in that our one sound. Has a million, yeah, uh, 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 black women. I just want to tell you. That one. I think that's the one that sparked the creator fun. Yeah. Um, so because that one, I looked at, I had like one point three million views and stuff. So I was just like, oh, that's cool. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry no. guys. It's it's it's, it's morning. <laughs> that was so it's, gross. it's morning. It's morning. I felt that phlegm, that, but, that morning yeah, phlegm. Like, you know. But yes, and so with that being said, that's really dope. So I just want to say before we move off that that whenever that. people say that you cannot profit or make money off social media <laughs> and there's and it's so difficult to just make money, I think that we need to learn to start thinking outside the box. And we're not even yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, for us, that's just something we were doing for fun. We even haven't even, like, capitalized on that. We didn't get that. serious or nothing. And, I mean, granted, we'll get back to making videos and stuff. Because, I mean, like, that was, like, fun for us. That was way for us to buy. We're just and in we crunch like time. Fun. Yeah, we're in crunch but time right it's now. it's just that 
I just want to encourage everyone, you know, it's not, I feel like it's not for everybody, but there's opportunities out there. There's people out there who want you to advertise and like people like us who are the general um, public who have people like y'all as our family listen to us and they're like people who follow you on social media. We create a community of people. That's more like who they want to actually have their products because like there, there's trust. And obviously we wouldn't promote anything that we don't believe in. Um, and we would hope that that's kind of the, same thing that goes on for the rest of people that influence within the social media community. So I say if you are ever interested in that and just kind of like take a step out or like you like stuff like that, go for it because there's opportunities yeah, there and like don't don't let it pass you by. Exactly. I mean, just doing that TikTok stuff actually jumped started me getting into acting a little more. Mm -hmm. And oh god, you know, I know you saw my post the other day. Mm -hmm. I just can't wait to start back acting. Yeah. It's killing me. Like a lot of the people that I've been kind of in, intertwining with acting wise, they've been hitting me up saying, stay strong, brother. Just keep going. And once you're done, you'll be able to go full fledged into getting these roles and starting back to like get into your regular stuff. Oh, I can't wait. But anyways, um, we want to send a shout out, a congrats. And also, um, you know, hey, man, good job. We want to say congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the NBA title. Low key. I wanted the Suns to win, mm -hmm. but I'm okay with Milwaukee winning because Giannis Antetokounmpo finally got a ring. Mm -hmm. And he's young. He's 24. Mm. And he got his first ring, and he won finals MVP. Congrats to those guys. They busted their butt. After losing the first two games, they came all the way back and did like a clean sweep of four, game winning, uh, four uh, games won. So I want to congrat congratulate them. I'm very happy for – uh, Giannis uh, doing his thing. I'm glad that they got that ring. Very sad that CP3 mm -hmm. didn't get his championship. You know, and a lot of people were just... Still love you, boo. Oh, yeah, yeah. We still we still support him, man. And <laughs> shut up. Uh, I, she looked at me. You should have saw how she looked at me the other day. I, 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 I love you, Chris Paul. I don't love you. I just like you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, I, I feel like next year is a good year. So mm -hmm. I pray that you guys can reach the mountaintop again and actually get through, uh, get through the surface. Salute. All right. So question, um, who would you rather learn game from like millionaire, billionaire game? Diddy, Jay-Z, Master P or Dr. Dre game game, like money game, like how to get this money, um, how to roll like in the fun hustling? hustle game. Like not like illegal hustling. No, like hustle as in like, Going to meetings, uh, like uh, 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 like multiple streams of income, multi business. Yes, men? yes. Okay, gosh, man, you just can't say the game. That can mean so many different things. Like, nah, whatever, man. You know what I what? mean. What we could be talking about trafficking. You know, I don't know nah, what you're talking you, about. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> Diddy, Jay Z, Master P, or Dr. Dre? Um, I think that my teacher for learning how to do the game, a.k.a. building businesses and on streams of income, I would choose maybe either one. Diddy or Jay-Z. Diddy or Jay-Z? Okay. Not mad yeah. I think I'm leaning more towards Jay-Z. I feel like he'll be... He's a good one because he's silent really with teacher. it. Yes. He's and chill. I love that he they're so humble and they are so private that you don't even know, even whenever all those things are happening as far as last summer... Um, whenever they were getting people out of jail who were getting, um, 
arrested for protesting instead of oh, paying yeah, their that bills. Was good. Like they were doing that in silence. And I just love I like that they make moves in silence and you just really don't ever know. You don't know how much these people have, how much they're doing and what they're doing behind the scenes. And I, yeah. I truly do appreciate that about Jay Z. And, and so. I know the rest of the people, they do the same thing for their kids, but I like how Jay Z and Beyonce actually like throw their kids in the forefront. Like the heat they put their kids on songs. Mm-hmm. So no matter what happens, their kids get majority of that income yeah. that that song makes. Like if you ever like pay attention to a Jay-Z album, you won't even hear Blue Ivy's like voice for like the whole song. You probably hear it for like three seconds. Mm-hmm. She's getting paid yeah. by herself individually as an artist. Yeah. That's lit. Mm-hmm. I would choose, and I say this, you know, and I I, 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 I put like Jay-Z second because I actually do like Jay. I love Jay-Z's hustle. I would say Master P. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I love how he gives back. He puts so much, not just give back to the community, he puts back in the hood. Like rap snacks, mm-hmm. masterpiece uh snacks. Like he he literally like makes sure that okay, these white companies are producing these food products and stuff. You don't know what's in them. He's actually going on video, going to these stores and showing this is what's in my product. This is what you be you should be putting your uh uh in your body. Raps, I didn't even know Rap Snacks was going to make it that big. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this shit going to fold. Like, I, I was not a believer. I was like, Rap Snacks about to fold after like <laughs> one year. Man, it's been what, five years strong? Yeah. It was literally in, uh, what's that show? Uh, Grownish. Yeah, At the end of one of the episodes, old girl was eating the one. It was like, you want one? And they just both talking about Rap Snacks. And I was like. I know. <laughs> I was like, look at like, Master I P. I actually like this artist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at Master P. Oh, look at his yeah, product. Yeah, now that's dope. Yeah, I just like how he puts back in his community. So yeah. it, it would be a, a kind of a close call with him and Jay Z. Doctor Dre, you just got too much legal stuff going on in your personal life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diddy, you just much. you just everywhere. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Oh man. So, uh, real big question I do want to ask that I did seem it was very important to me that I wanted to bring to today's mess since everything we talked about so dun, far is dun. mess. <laughs> How long after a breakup should it be before entertaining or dating someone? Mm. How long after a breakup? I'm asking you. And, and when we say a breakup, we mean like a breakup. Not like a breakup as in like a year. Like, oh, I was with that person. Like, maybe I'll be sad for a day. Oh, well. Like, that person you really was like with. Mm-hmm. Like no matter if you were happy to get out of that relationship because it was a bad one, or you were like devastated at that relationship, but it was a long relationship that you invested so much time and effort in. I mean, I think for me, I would have to go back to my longest relationship. That yeah, fuck that nigga was uh-huh. <laughs> like three years and something. So after that, I I mean, I was just scarred. So for me, my answer that i think it depends on where you're at with the breakup okay if it's a breakup where it was you guys mutually decide to part ways which is rarely ever the case um then i think as long as you're at the point that you're healed as in you are content with what a cure would happen why you guys broke up then i don't think there's a specific number I feel like it just depends on where you're at emotionally. I know for me, I had to have a year to myself where I was not trying to date anyone, know anyone because I wanted to learn who I was because I feel like I had lost myself throughout that entire thing. So mm. there's I, not a specific number. I have one. Okay. I'll say five months. 
Really? I think Why that's five a, months? I think five to six months, like half a year is, is a good amount. Like you get the first three months to kind of, or three or two, however you want to do it. You get the first three or two months to kind of like soak over it a little. That's soak. Like don't go every day thinking like, I can't live without this person. <laughs> but you get like the first three or two months kind of like, like wonder in it. Like, you know, okay, this is what life is without this person this is how i do Mm -hmm. this without this person like i can actually survive without this person then you get those last two months to be like you know that booty over there looking kind of voluptuous but i'm still kind of chill out though looking is the prize you know you know maybe and i i think i say for guys four months four to five months Mm -hmm. you know for the overall like women and men i say five to six months but guys, I feel like four to five months is fine because give two months to kind of be like, yeah, whatever. Because some guys just jump back in the saddle. But we talk about a relationship where you were like, damn near, I might marry this motherfucker. Like, I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna marry this motherfucker. That's the one you got to be like, mm, five, six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I also wanted to bring up what does entertaining mean? Entertaining and dating. I get dating is the process of like, how, you know how people say, are we talking? Mm-hmm. That's really dating. Yeah. So entertaining is. Well, I mean, what did you consider dating an action word? Yeah. Da- I think dating is like you're literally, you're actually dating. You are going to places together. You are doing stuff together. That's what I think of dating. See, back in the day, I used to think of dating as in we are, we claim each other. This is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. That's when I said, that's when I, when that I would too. say. Yeah. But I'm saying like when we were just like friends and we going on dates, I didn't call that dating. I called that courting. Oh shit! We just went back to the nineteen. 19- you got to realize what household I grew up I in. No courting. Oh my god! You got to realize what household I grew up in. I man. know. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Te- okay, so then what we did was courting. What we those- did back in the day. What no, we no, did, me no, and you. That's what I'm saying. Back in the day, what we did is what I would I would call courting. But then once I got older, no, I'm meeting you. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm literally saying what we did was called courting. Yes, but I'm saying. Now, why are you yelling at me, y'all? Because you're not un- listening to tell me. Him to tell him to calm down. I told you about cutting me off. We talked about this two days oh ago. We really had a conversation about cutting me yes. off two days ago. I'm Goodness. saying, if we're, if like now, when we started actually talking to each other, I considered that dating. But my vocabulary back in the day would have looked at what we did at that time and would have said we're courting. Because dating is the process of like going out on dates with somebody, even if it's just as friends. Mm-hmm. That's dating because so what's that's courting? What, courting is, I don't know. Going on dates with somebody. <laughs> so courting and dating are really the same thing. Yes, so yeah, that's the same I thing. know. That's what I'm saying. I said I would separate them, okay. but now I after a while I was like, no, they're basically the same thing. There's no point of separating it. So entertaining, entertaining is the process of activities that get like personalize without the actual claim like when sex, i get entertaining sex, i think of sex not like this is just meaningless <laughs> that's what i think exactly of. If i'm entertaining someone i'm just, just meaningless. i don't yeah there's not this like, is very temporary that's so what i think of dating and courting basically is like the pro the act of being outside and people see you like they, they see you together. They see you mm-hmm. side by side. Entertaining is like you just coming up to the house. Even if nothing happens, we sitting there watch, uh, watching a movie or having dinner here at the house, you know, drinking mm-hmm. or 
basically the overall slash between that sex. And I think it's the mindset. Yeah, no, I, because that is can, the mindset. Well, you could say like you're having sex and like you're just dating. Yeah, entertaining is having no claim. Whenever someone says that, okay, I'm just entertaining this guy. That truly means to me, this girl has no interest in actually building some of this person. This girl is actually just, they're doing this for fun. Like, it's, so a, you basically it's a game. So, you're basically just saying what I just said. I'm saying without the claim. Like, you're not claiming this person at all. This is just mm-hmm. a, you, we hanging, it ba- hanging out. Entertaining is basically just hanging out without a claim at all. Are you not hanging out when you're dating? You're dating. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm over it. Oh, I don't like you, man. <laughs> okay. I'm very much over it. <laughs> I don't like you, bro. Who um who would be scrutinized more, men or women, for actually like jumping out and and like entertaining? Or so entertaining. Out, or hanging out. I mean, obviously I think that women are scrutinized more for anything when it comes to Fresh breakups in the they weren't yeah like I think let's say how okay we'll talk about Lori Harvey. Oh Whenever yeah, that's a good example. She that is a good example. She obviously has openly dated people and famous people of that sort, and whenever it'd probably be like a week or two weeks within a um, time span where she'll be with the next person, yeah. and people be oh my goodness, Lori Harvey's a hoe, Lori Harvey's a this and that, and just calling um scrutinize her for. Her just living her life, and you don't. And the thing about it is, like, we don't know what she's doing. These people, we, she could not be having sex with any of these people. She be having sex with all these people. We truly don't know, and it really doesn't matter to us. But the fact that she's a woman, mm-hmm. it's looked at that. But then we see people like Future, who or Dennis Rodman or um, Nick Cannon, who has literally just populated his seat all over the earth. Oh, uh, Nick Cannon got a football team, bro. He is just having babies with everybody. It's like he's just going around intentionally impregnating women and just spreading I don't, I don't know what his goal is it's confusing but he's not he's not really scrutinized for it. it's just that it's talked about like what's going on with him and then we're like oh he must have a big plan behind it is what people keep saying I'm like oh dog what speaking is his big of, plan speaking of nick cannon but i'll get i'm gonna get back to that i, I don't want to say so it yeah <laughs> i think women to answer your question okay so uh yeah i i agree with that i'm not gonna sit up here and say men got it back because the thing about it is men don't hear it if they if it does like Oh my God, he just broke up with that girl. Uh, this girl four months ago, they were together for two years, and now he's already like out taking a, another girl out on a date or, or out hanging out with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the thing about men is, it doesn't get back to them fast. Mm-hmm. And if it does get back to like me, if I heard it, I wouldn't care. And I know some women wouldn't care either, but the thing is, women will hear it faster than mm-hmm. men will. By the time you tell a man that, it's already been eight months to a year, and he's already like, well, I got a new girlfriend now. A woman will hear that two weeks mm-hmm. after like going on a date with another guy after being with somebody for a couple years. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. I do um I do wanna say that it is um a lot of like bullshit that comes behind a woman's aspect of it. Yeah. Um before we get back to that, speak to that, Kevin Hart and, and Nick Cannon are always in like like cahoots with each other. So for Kevin Hart's birthday, Nick Cannon sent him a llama. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah. So, you know what Kevin Hart did? He bought a billboard. I think it was in New York or something. Put Nick Cannon's number on the billboard <laughs> and said, if you want to talk to Nick Cannon, call him. And Nick Cannon has been getting his phone blown up. <laughs> FaceTime, text calls for almost like what, five days? 
And he said, I'm gonna let I'm gonna entertain him. I'm gonna entertain it for a while until I have to change my number. And he's like recording the process of people calling. He's actually <laughs> on the toilet when somebody FaceTimed him. And he was they was like, What you doing? I'm on the shitter, man. What you <laughs> and he's <laughs> So that's, that's, funny. that's funny. That's 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 rich people goals. I know. <laughs> just answer the oh, phone. Man. It's just like, oh hey, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm making breakfast. Shit. What do you <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But anyways, get back to our actual topic. We digress from um what is the process of after a hefty relationship? So what is the process after a breakup? Like not a, a gen like I said, not a genuine breakup, it's like a year. Or a couple of months, we talking about a breakup, as in like a while, like you're invested. What's the process of getting over that? As if you and I broke up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what will be your process? It's not gonna happen. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I can even imagine us I be, not I be, being together. I'm already in debt. If you yeah. if you leave me right now, but I'm in I, debt. Isn't that weird though? Wait, pause. Isn't that weird that you we just can't imagine not being with each other? I really can't. I, there's nothing. There's nothing beyond my brain to go. To fathom that at this point in time, like it's just so weird that how, you know, once you're really connected and just, I guess, I mean, I guess soul tie, soul tie so, sounds so deep, but like, but like tied like emotionally, connectedly, physically to somebody, it's just that that's it's odd. I can't fathom that. But anyway, back to your question. No, no, no. Uh, but if we were to say, say like, okay, if, if I could fathom that for. Us into this kind of relationship where you've like invested all this time, money, um, emotional um, sensitivity and stuff. I think that there are stages that stages. within the process. I, I feel I think of the stages of grief. Oh my so, god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You know, it's like denial, anger. This, this. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what's the next one. Like denial, anger, or something else. But I feel like you do kind of start with. Oh, bargain, bargaining. Yeah. Is it bar- bargain? Bargaining. So. I know one of them is, is denial, anger, bargaining. Yeah, denial, anger, depression, bargaining, acceptance. Yeah, acceptance. I'm about yeah. to say acceptance at the end. So, yeah, I think that you do. Like, I would start with just being like, this is not true. Like, there's no way that we're not going to get back together. And you're just sitting there thinking that something else is going to happen. This is not the end. Okay. Then you probably get upset about it because, like, man, I just spent all this time investing in this person. Like, I feel so stupid. Um, I like. Remember I used to buy that nigga clothes. Yes, and just like, why'd I buy him that? And just like that was so. Why'd I post? Let me go delete all these posts and stuff. And so you're like pissed off. Then you get all depressed because you're just by yourself and realize like, man, now it's like two months in. I'm I'm sitting here watching movies alone. And, like, he's not there. And shit. Yeah, and then you start thinking like, okay, well maybe I can like go and like maybe I can. If I post a pic, yeah, he'll like he'll probably make some bait and stuff. And then um after that you're just like, okay, well. It's now been six months. Yeah, time to go get some dick. And all right, I think that <laughs> I accept that. And I'm, let's let's go get back on the streets, back to these streets. You know? I she think belongs to the streets. I truly think that is a good uh, overall process of what happens after a breakup. The stages of grief. <laughs> Literally, that is like the best way I can actually explain that. That is what we oh, all go wow. through. We really. If you really think about it, uh, that was you go through all of that. Shit. You literally go through all those stages. That was deep as hell. <laughs> so first of all, I would like to say your comment before about us like not even imagining life with each other. It'd be times where, because her love language is touch. So it'd be times where I don't want her around me. I'd be like, babe, 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 get <laughs> off me, get off me. 
you know, because I like I like a little freedom. I'm a twitchy person. I like to walk around. Especially, you know, you see me on the phone. I like to walk around while I'm talking on the phone. Yeah, I'd be like, where are you going? Like nowhere. I just can't sit. I can't sit still. (laughs) And then I'd be on the phone with you and I can't walk. I can't sit still. Like, I'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, sit down. She'd be like, she'd be like, where are you going? Why are you walking around? We'd be on FaceTime. I'm like, I I don't know. (laughs) But no, the thing is, when you leave, I be texting you the most and calling you, you the most do. when you're not here. It's Literally. so weird. She'd be like in Dallas, like, I'll be back like in two days. I'm just going <laughs> to I visit my parents. And I could not talk to him, y'all. And I'd be fine. I'd be, she'd be fine not talking to him. I'd be like, what you doing? Your location <laughs> says you're here. But yet. <laughs> He'll call me the whole time I'm gone. I'm just like, I am with people. <laughs> I'm checking on you, man. I'm just checking so on you. that's funny. I never noticed that. You never yeah, noticed that. Yeah, when I'm here, I, I literally am always here. I have to be all up under you talking, like touching you. I'd be like, and you're like, get away from me. Then I, I leave. You. I'm gone. I'm like, I'm good with being gone. I'm not thinking about touching and like talking to you. But you are just blowing up my phone. Be like, <laughs> man, where you at, man? Like, hey, man. Where you at, man? That's so funny. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. That's just like a human. Like, a like, a, like. okay, I'm not saying our relationship is like, like a dog and a human. But I'm like, a, a human is here, the dog just jumps on him and, 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 and like the person be like, come on, get down, get down, get down. <laughs> and as soon as you go to work, you'd be like, fuck, I hope my dog's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I see the stages for that as, okay, the first stage, the first that kind of stage of like getting over it is, damn, I feel like you got to cleanse yourself. You got to delete everything. Mm-hmm. So delete photos, un- like, uh, like unfollow. I don't know about blocking. You can block if you want to. All that. The sec- always block. Always block. That's how okay. You know you're second stage, second part of that is get rid of stuff that is around the house that reminds you of that person. Mm-hmm. So that clock, this painting. Um, what else? That. Hey, uh, don't be pointing out here stuff in here that you gonna get rid of. Uh, you damn right. <laughs> Shoot, you get rid. Of, you ain't gonna have a living room set if you get rid of. Like, like, I, I, you you, you know, be sitting on you the floor. You know, I'll be fine. I'll get all this stuff in here. I will buy a futon. <laughs> I am not. He's gonna have a TV and a futon. I will have a That's TV. That's really what his house looks like. A TV and a fu- a TV, a futon, a laptop. And Thank God you guys have us women. <laughs> then you um, start the. Pro- I feel like the next process is working out. Mm-hmm. I feel like working out helps a lot. That helped me a lot when I was going through a crazy breakup. I worked out like every day. I think that's that's when I was in shape. I was like, oh, I was going through it. Um, and then. I feel like working, focusing on your career, working a lot more, like not saying put all your love and time into your career, like overtime and stuff, but like focusing on how can I get better at my job? What can I do better at my job? What can I do better to make working here a lot more, you know, how can I say it? A lot more just great because like now you don't have as much time with somebody at home. You can be here perfecting your craft or whatnot. So yeah, I mean, there's a process to all that. There's a process to it. And then at the end, you know, it's all right, let's go out there and get some butt. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break real quick. We'll be right back to continue this ongoing slot of buffoolery. And we're back. So, yes, I don't have a song this time today. I don't feel like it. <laughs> so mm. shut up. Not surprising. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa. What did that mean? Nothing. Whatever, man. Anyways, <laughs> so this like I want you to describe your journey through your deepest breakup, which you kind of did already, but like, 
Well, well, no, that wasn't my journey that I described. I just said that's the process of breaking up. No, you was a never mind. It was something earlier that you had said that oh. kind of. Oh well, so I mean, my after I was in relationship for three years and I had that breakup, my process or journey was that I had to realize who I was again because I think that in that time frame I was in college and I had become so consumed with trying to please him and just be this quote-unquote good girl and live up to this expectation that he kind of put on to me not something that I created for myself where at the end of it I kind of felt like I'm breaking free in a way because now I'm learning who I am Mm -hmm. as a person. So my process with that, and then also got stalked. So by him at the end of that, whenever broke up. So then there's a mental health issue that I had to figure out as well. Mm -hmm. So my process was me going to therapy and trying to cope with all the time that I had given to this person where I felt like I had time that was lost. Like, I think like my thing was just, I just felt really upset with myself about, losing time and giving all this time to somebody that I could have been doing other things and just like really being, you know, I don't know, ass out in college, like everybody else and stuff and right. living my best life whenever I wasn't doing all that. And then I also had to really start reading, like get back to like reading. Like I love reading, reading books was fun. Like I love reading things that are about encouraging um, yourself and others and like how to become like, a better person and I started listening to podcasts or just like self-help podcasts okay. about learning who you are and then that's kind of like my process was me just feeding into positive things into my soul into my mind and just literally trying to figure out who was Megan okay. I just wanted to know who I was I knew that I could not date or be with somebody else or even entertaining one else at the time until like I truly knew who I was. If somebody asked me, like, who who are you? Would I have a good question for that? If someone asked me, like, was I happy? Would I have a, I mean, sorry, would I have a good answer for that? Would I have a good answer to the question is, are you happy? And then, like, how would you describe yourself and things of that sort? I didn't have answers to that because I truly didn't know. So that was kind of my journey that I just really wanted to know who I was as a person and be able to stand strong in that before I actually allowed somebody else to come back into my life at that point in time. Okay. I can I can get jiggy with that. Yeah. So with me, my process was very very depressing and sad. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, cause I I had devoted a lot of time and and effort into that person, and I devoted a lot of love into that, and you know learning the fan like you know being in love with not just her but the family. It sucks when you're in love with someone's family too. That's that's the trash part. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The thing about that one for me was I had to find peace in my own mind because I gave up a lot for that person. I gave up. I came back home from college for other reasons, but I could have went back or I could have went to another college that wasn't close to home, but I decided to stay. Mm-hmm. And and majority of that sole decision was because of that person. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, that sent me into a depression. So I, I, I knew... I was in Southern in Louisiana and I came back home because it was expensive. My parents actually asked me like, Hey, do you want to go to another school? You know, do you want to go try maybe like this? It was Howard Payne. I think the school that was offering me a football scholarship at the time, the coach was like, yeah, you can come, come back uh, again, even though you didn't take our initial offer. So a lot of these schools that I, I had an opportunity to go to, but I said, no, nah, I'll go to Texas Southern. 
because I want to be in Houston. And 50% of that decision was because that woman was here. So mm-hmm. it destroyed me when we didn't work out because I'm like, I gave up a lot for you. And now, like, everything is in, in, in shambles, in pieces. So the whole process for me was figuring out what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Not what makes other people happy. I never knew what actually made me happy, and I didn't discover stuff. That's when I started to go on dates, on, like go on dates by myself. Like I went to the movies by myself. Ooh, yes, that's me the, too. Oh my god, that's the best thing in the world. Like it is. when you single, even now as a just like a you know a person in a relationship, going on a date by yourself, it's kind of chill because you just just chilling, you unwinding. When was the last time you went on a date by yourself? I went to the movies. Remember, I went to go see Spider Man. Oh yeah, you weren't even in town. I don't think you weren't even. Yeah. And you're in Dallas. Yeah, I went to go see Spider-Man. I was just chilling. I need to do I've been gone. I like literally when I got off work, I was in my scrubs and was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Spider-Man. <laughs> uh you know, hanging out with yourself, you know. Um, and the thing is I was deep in church. I would tell my pop, I'm not going to church this Sunday. I need to be away from y'all for a little bit. I would go visit other churches. I was just doing things to figure out my journey, like what makes me happy. Not other people telling me what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And when I figured that out, I said, okay, this is getting better. Then, at one point, what made me a little happy and a little depressed all together, too, I went to the strip club. <laughs> I I invited to the strip club. You know I don't like strip club. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and ate the wow. shit. I, I shot them wings, though. The wings be bomb. Them wings was good as hell. And I was just watching As Me and Shook and women walking up to me. Like, one, one stripper walked to me, took my hand, and, like, put it on her ass. Like, you sure you don't want to come throw dollars? I said, nah, but you got some sauce on your ass, though. <laughs> You got some sauce on your ass now because I'm definitely sitting here oh eating. Oh, my gosh. Like, the the journey for me was finding what makes me happy. Finding where's that joy? Where's that love, that laugh that I used to have? And then once I figured it out, I started smiling more. I started to, like, enjoy things. The gym. I started to invest in my body. Started mm-hmm. to invest in, like, because I was big at the time. So I lost a lot of weight. Um, gained a lot of confidence. And the, oh, you know, the the number one thing was, and this is my last point, going to your closet and throwing away old clothes. Mm-hmm. That's the best shit in the world. <laughs> Especially when you're a big guy. I was big too, and I lost a lot of weight. So throwing all those old clothes away and just throwing it all in a bag. I mean, I had like five bags full of clothes. Mm-hmm. So my, my closet was like slim. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I can buy new clothes for myself. One day I stacked them overtime and I went to like four stores and bought myself like clothes like yeah. and you know i don't like buying clothes like that mm-hmm. i bought clothes and i was like oh this feels so good <laughs> so yeah that's the process that i took and the journey i took yeah um and just one one last thing did did you have did we have fun in between the heartache and finding each other so did you have fun in that heartache that you had and in finding me yeah no i definitely that time period, but between oh, I know you did. I tell I tell you why at the end when you get done. <laughs> what? I tell you why after you get done. Okay. Well, I mean, I did. Like, I just went to the extreme point of loving myself. Yeah, I and bet. just being okay with being with me Asshole. and taking myself on dates and just <laughs> I was so content with where I was at. I was like, this is great. It is just me. I live by myself. I do my own thing. I don't have anyone to answer to. If I'm going to go on my friend, I just go and do it. And it was just like, I just, I just love that time that I had. Like, it's just, once I got to the point that I truly knew who I was, I was just thriving. And I love that like, to the point that I just really was became very protective over my own space. It's like, I created my own 
comfort space around myself where you have to be worthy enough to break these barriers and get through this yeah, wall. Because I definitely got pushed to the side for her own uh, yeah, self-help. Because my Megan was winning through that. Who I have to say, who's more important? Greg Megan? or Greg? Megan? Just being with Megan or Megan being with Greg? And of course, in the beginning, Megan being with Megan was more important. Yeah, it was fine because I de- definitely she was like, I don't feel like like I don't want to date because I'm still loving myself, and I was like, <laughs> I said that to you. Yeah, you did. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't get I didn't get insulted. I didn't get okay. mad. I was just like, all right. Because the thing is, jumps in just this literally jumps into my point. You said it out loud. I didn't say it out loud. I was I went on a date with you, knowing like, damn, she is. I, this is what I want. But at the same time, when you said you wanted to be friends, I was like. That's actually good for me because I literally just started loving myself way more. Mm-hmm. I started to love who I was becoming, love like the the laugh that I started to like bring back, that joy that I came back with. So I was like, getting back, getting into jumping into another thing with somebody, give it some time. So I gave yeah. it time and I got to chill and I got to relax and I got to move on. So the process of me, you know, meeting you and and, and learning who you are and dating you, it was fine for me. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. So, I mean, I think everything turned out the way it was supposed to when we had our journey and process of dating slash courting was <laughs> talking, <laughs> dating, courting, talking, all that stuff is exactly how it's supposed to happen. And I think it all makes sense. So I just think for anybody else who's like kind of like in that situation when they're wondering or kind of like being where you're at, I just... I just think the best advice and moral story is just uh, focus on who you are. Exactly. And whenever that person comes, it's going to make sense and you'll know that it makes sense. And I think a good sign of it making sense if, like, you know, like, you can say confidently or that person can, can say confidently that they spent the time to invest in themselves and exactly. learn who they are. And that's how you're able to meet at a point that y'all are at a common ground, you know? Exactly. And yeah. just my part is it's okay to jump back in, in the game quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we say all this in this episode just to talk about the whole process. But if you feel, Hey, I broke up with that person. It's been a while because I've, because I've been with that person for a long time, but Hey, I'm ready. I got over it. It is what it is. Yeah, it's fine. I'm ready. That's like, the thing. I'm ready. You know when you're ready. So just don't, don't sure. just say it out loud. Your heart and your soul have to say it too. Yeah. So yeah. So on that note, y'all, thanks again for Get getting your life together here. for us. Get the hell out of here. You can always find me on IG at Megan.Janette. And you can find me on IG at Gregory.K underscore. Our fitness page is at Most Millennial. Be sure you're following at Get Together on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and to TikTok. stay connected with us. TikTok. <laughs> we love y'all so much, and I hope y'all have an amazing, blessed week. Go out days. there. Yes, 70 days to our wedding, our time. We're almost at our 60-day mark. That's crazy. But, yeah, you know, getting excited. And can't wait to just share all of that with y'all. So, all right. We love you guys. All right. Bye. All right, now.